this week, the only constant, the only reliable thing here is change. Yes, we are in the heart of the eclipse portal. We have lots of big planets moving and grooving, but I'm going to tell you bad bitches how to work with it. All right. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. Okay, this is me, your girl. Hi, it's me, Maddie Murphy your cosmic consultant. Welcome to your Cosmic RX Radio Friday Energy Report. This is where we break down the astro weather and talk about what it means for you in what I hope is easy to digest, accessible language. Just going to jump right in like Virgo announcements. I got to obviously announce my baddie bundle winner. And then Besides that, no big announcements except for keep your eye on my Instagram at I am Maddie Murphy. I might be announcing one day opening up like two spots for Eclipse readings just because I've had so many of you DMing me pretty busy, but I think I can like make time for two people if you just need a little cosmic strategy sesh because WTF is even happening right now. I'm going to be really upfront and transparent with y'all. I'm recording this the day after the solar eclipse. I was like, this is why astrology is so real. Even if you know about it, you talk about it, teach about it, preach about it, it still affects you. I was like feeling great, had an amazing few weeks, exciting things happening. And then just today, I feel so like ungrounded and like weirdly on the verge of tears, but I don't know why. And like a little unsettled. And I just feel like it is, it's the eclipse. I have to take my own medicine. So I am hydrating. And just trying to meet myself with compassion, okay? This is the best we can do. <laughs> know that we won't be in this forever. Okay, I do love I do love Eclipse Chaos Magic. It is amazing, but it's, damn, you like feel it. So let's talk about who is this week's winner. This is for three free months of our premium content on our platform. If you haven't been there, go check it out. It's like a secret spiritual clubhouse. And we do yeah, new moon circles, full moon calls. Um, we have a great like monthly moon guide I put out with all the astro information. And if you want to win this, all you have to do is leave a rating and review. You can do it on iTunes and leave your Instagram handle in the review, or you can leave it on Spotify and screenshot it and send it to us. Okay, <laughs> keep getting interrupted. My doorbell just rang. My dog chance is going nuts. I'm going to cry because my life was sort of just sent me flowers even though I'm seeing him in like an hour because I just told him I was just having a little like weird emotional morning and everyone, especially if there's straight men listening to this, never hesitate to send flowers. It just feels so good to get them. Okay, now I'm crying. I'm weeping on air, but I also have only a limited time to record this. so I can't even regroup. Um deep breaths eclipse portal yeah i'm sorry i'm gonna take a little side note i think i'm gonna be i'm really honest and oh, emotional okay baddies gather around gather around 
before I talk about the winner of this week's Patty Bundle winner, I want to say like, I think some of this Scorpio eclipse and I kind of knew this was going to happen, but there's like so much beautiful rebirth happening. It's like so gorgeous. We're all shedding a skin. And I think a lot of the things we've been working on in our inner world, you know, like getting our mindset right, working on our boundaries, taking care of our energy, like really stepping up into the fullness of who we are. I'm feeling like the outside world is going to start really mirroring that back to us with some amazing opportunities. So believe me when I say I love the Scorpio eclipse. I love it for us, but it is Scorpio season. And part of that rebirth is like death, the death that comes before that. And just the grieving and the like ability to sit with, the, um, I don't know, it's the ephemeral nature of life, but like with every season of change comes something like, I don't know, leave behind <laughs> what I tell you right now. Of course, there's some big things I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of losing my dear Angel, like wisdom keeper around this time last year, end of November. And that was like a loss that I still just can't believe. Like every day, I just can't believe she's not here. And she really paved the way for me to do this work. So for each of you who listen and have gained something from this or worked with me like we have to shout out to her like my aunt gail she was the original og original goddess truly um powerful uh, just spiritual and sophisticated all the things so there's that is coming up for me a lot but it's also just classic scorpio eclipse where i don't even know i'm just like crying or grieving for something i can't even really name i just think it's our like the collective the collective energy we've been under for the past few years, like it just feels like it's coming up so we could feel it and like move through it. But I'm just being honest and raw here, not only because I'm on a little bit of a tight mind to record this, but I also just want to give ourselves permission to feel this way. If you want to like cry or you need to scream or you just need to like talk it out with someone, even if you don't know what that is, I just encourage you, Scorpio really asks us to be like vulnerable and like plug into intimacy with ourselves and others and to like feel into everything so we can release it so we can be reborn so we can grow into something like new and aligned and wonderful but it's just the time of the year we're in right like the leaves are all around me they're gorgeous they're changing they're falling so we're just taking a cue from nature and that's why the end of um, last week's podcast i played the landslide and so many of you messaged me about it and it's just like true like handling this changing season of our life and it feels even bigger than the normal scorpio season it just feels big so wow do you listen to other podcasts do you think like i don't know who's like a big podcaster joe rogan or like call her daddy or like npr people just take like a quick side tangent to like cry it out over nothing and everything all at once yeah okay me too back to the baddie bundle winner we have Jess Jones on Instagram left the most like beautiful review um, says, thank you, Maddie, your tools, guidance, and astro inspo has changed my life. I wrote to you in email in 2021 that I was traveling through Arizona and your podcast kept me grounded during those transformational times. And you responded, thank you for everything. I am just one of the hundreds of people who look forward to your words, your weekly company, and your unconditional love. Thank you for shining so freaking bright and influencing others to heal and to act from their truest heart space. Eternally grateful for you, your show, and the community you've created for us weirdos. Jess Jones, um, first of all, love that name, superhero. I love that. Thank you. Really bow into that and deep breaths. If astrology isn't real, let's get into it. 
Okay, baddies, let's talk about if astrology isn't real moments from the week behind. This is where we like to look at how the astrology is playing out IRL. And a lot of you were like, what the F is happening in the UK? So if you missed it, on top of everything else that the UK has been going through, especially with post-Brexit, their prime minister, Liz Truss, resigned after a record-breaking six chaotic weeks in office. And it was really interesting looking at Liz Truss's birth chart, Leo, uh, with a Mars in Taurus, and this happening right ahead of these eclipses felt, these fixed sign eclipses, which I had talked about, Leo, Aquarius, Taurus, Scorpio placements. We're going to be going through some big changes uh, that definitely felt like a played out quite literally for her. And then the UK chart has some interesting, uh, like a yod in their chart, which is uh, uh, something you can look up. But uh, essentially, they have a Jupiter and Leo, uh, sextile Uranus in conjunct Pluto, and how it's playing out right now in this Plutonic yod. It's square the UK sun right now. And basically, uh, right around the time of the departure of the Queen, it's sort of building into, I think, until like 2023, we're going to feel a lot more instability there. And part of this also has to do with the Saturn square Uranus we were in since 2021 and that we hit the last peak of. And then, you know, Liz Truss, her chart does have Saturn exactly square the Uranus of the UK's chart. So it just leads to like eruptions, revolutionary. It's not a very steady placement. But I also think a lot about this Pluto and Capricorn that started in 2008. That all might be a little bit of astrology mumbo jumbo for you. But this is um, basically the takeaway is that 2008, Pluto went to Capricorn and Pluto rules transformation, power. It's the tearing down, building up a different power. It's shadow work. It's destruction for transformation. And going to Capricorn really connects to obviously the signs of um, business, structure, government, tradition, karma. And Pluto was retrograde and then stationed direct on October 9th, kind of bringing part of this Pluto and Capricorn journey we've been on since 2008. We're ending it in 2023 for a little bit, and then we will completely end it in 2024. And Pluto and Capricorn has been about the destruction, the revealing of the shadows, the cracks in the foundations of the old, the traditional structures. And so for Pluto to go direct, and then a few days later, also right around the time when Saturn went direct, to have this happen, I thought was interesting because Liz Truss, I believe, was formerly liberal, sort of environmentalist, switched sides, went to the conservative party, and also first favored, uh, voted against Brexit to not leave and then changed her vote. And I was thinking a lot about this Pluto and Capricorn, like Pluto is really shadowy. And so we think about like that, which we resist persists, right? And with Pluto and Capricorn, it is the Pluto return for the United States, but it really affects all Western culture, uh, specifically like colonizer cultures. <laughs> like this Pluto and Capricorn, it's like coming for like the old, the like Capricorn shadow energy in terms of a you know, geopolitical sense, it is. It's the few who controlled the many. Let's put it that way. So even hearing me say Pluto is just saying evolve or die, bitches, especially as we go into Pluto and Aquarius. And I just think there is some sort of rich irony of ironies. There's some kind of sweet poetic cosmic justice that 
Liz Truss and people like her were so against people who right, don't look like them being in the UK, people from outside coming in and this whole thing, this whole like xenophobia, it's out of control. And I was like, wow. And then she ended up getting ousted and being replaced by the first prime minister for Britain of Asian descent. So I don't know if you haven't seen it, but there is Rishi Sunak, who is a British Indian uh, man, also like, you know, I think a billionaire. So I'm not saying he's like a hero of the public. I don't know much about him. I do need to research before. <laughs> I have no idea. I know his like policy or his standings or his background, but I did think it was interesting. And I did see that there was outrage, you know, on the Twitterverse and things about like, how can someone who's from India be our prime minister? It's like, well, first of all, he's British of Indian descent. And also it's like, hmm, it's funny, right? All our shadow, Pluto and Capricorn be like, it's funny, right? It's weird having someone run your country like, or act like they own you and they don't look like you. I'm like, hmm, isn't that weird? How did all you think these like colonies felt for the past, oh, I don't know, hundreds of years? So there's some kind of just like poetic justice. There's something like that which you resist persists and that which you like embrace dissolves and you integrate with it. So like by the Brexit conservative party in the UK and we're and I think we're seeing it here too in the US like the more they resist change the more they're being confronted with it like a biatch slap to the face so more of that I thought that was super interesting astrology there's so many other things that happened last week but I'm going to leave that there because that was just felt like on trend for everything we've been talking about with the eclipses. It also had a lot to do with the North Node in Taurus, obviously, which is part of the eclipses, Saturn square Uranus, the last big one of those that we hit. And of course, Pluto and Caps, holding it down, keeping it real, telling us evolve or die, bitches. So let's talk about our moon report now. Let's talk about WTF is happening with the moon for the next few days. That way we can really track and understand our emotional selves, which during eclipse season, we need it more than ever. So 28th, ooh, the day of my Kripala retreat. So excited. Ooh, the moon and Sag. What a perfect moon to just like dream big and have visionary energy and study astrology and talk about the secrets of the universe and travel, have adventures. Um, I recommend you try to do that in your neck of the woods. It's a very upbeat. Hopefully we all get a little levity, a little lightness after the Scorpio eclipse. And then Sag Moon Days, we just want to look out for saying yes to too many things, spreading ourselves too thin, right? And then, especially again, because we're in eclipse season, Mars retrograde is coming, we're doing less. Then the 29th, the moon moves into Capricorn, 9.20 a.m. We'll stay there Sunday and Monday until late morning Eastern time. Moon in Capricorn, we're getting shit done. We're getting organized. We're taking care of business. I want you to practice some delegation station. I want you to outsource, ask for help. I want you to like be the boss of your own life. And with that Scorpio sun there and cap moon, mm, mm, it's giving me leather zaddy dumb mommy energy of life. So I want you to be a boss bitch during the day. And then I just want you to be like, yeah, a little, a little sexy dom mommy at night. I mean, it's Halloween weekend. So get dressed up, have fun. Even if you're not a Halloween person, just go put on something that makes you feel like a bold red lip, some leather palms, and like stomp into the room like you own it, honey. So then we have ooh, Aquarius moon night for actual Halloween. How perfect <laughs> Scorpio and Aquarius. Let's get weird. We have that Aquarius moon through November 1st, Tuesday. 
into Wednesday afternoon around 3 p.m. Eastern time. So Aquarius moon days, we get to have a little like, oof, a little arm's length from all these emotions we've been feeling. We can move through some things. We can analyze. There's less stickiness in the emotional sphere. Great time to get together with friends, do something social. Again, protecting your energy always during eclipse season. It's a week out, you know, at this time from the midterm. So we're getting our, we're getting ready to vote. And also we're just going to look out for those days being overly stubborn or fixated on like, if something's just not flowing, just let it go. Just let it go those days. Okay. Then as we go into Wednesday night into Thursday, Pisces moon. So Scorpio sun, Pisces moon. What does that mean? Intuitive, psychic, AF. Pay attention. It's an eclipse portal. There is going to be signs, symbols, synchronicities, nudges from the universe, left and right. And I want you to pay attention to them. I want you to honor them. Okay. So you're not making it up. You're not going crazy. It's real. The universe is speaking to you. You're intuitive and probably going to feel like uh, in an amplified way those days. We're going to look out for those days lashing out when we feel victimized or letting our emotions get the best of us and then hurting someone else because we are feeling emotionally tender. All right. We all deserve to feel our emotions. It's important. It's like necessary. But we also have to take a responsibility for when we're feeling hurt. How do we express that and communicate that in a way that's not just creating more hurt and passing it on? Right, my BBs? Okay, so let's talk about, oh my goodness, there's so much happening this week. I'm like, ay, 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 Okay, I have to take a deep breath here. The day this podcast comes out, the 28th, we're obviously in the heart of the eclipse portal. Check out last week's episode, two weeks ago, if you're, you know, need a little update on that. We have the next eclipse, November 8th, where we're feeling the vibes in between them. Then October 28th, the day this podcast comes out, Jupiter goes back into Pisces. So Jupiter has been in Aries since May 10th, and we have Jupiter going into Pisces, the 28th, the 29th, Mercury enters Scorpio, meow. And then October 30th, Mars goes retrograde in Gemini. So we got a busy few days. And when a planet shifts signs, it's like we all get a little cosmic turbulence. It's like, have you ever shifted gears in a car, especially with someone who's like new at driving a stick? You know, that's me when I drive stick. P.S. One time I drove across the country, like, or up and down the eastern seaboard in like stick, and I literally did not know how to. So that's on being young and dumb in your 20s. How are we still standing? But like the like clunk clunk when you shift gears, that's what we feel with the planets shifting when they do an ingress, especially these planets that we feel on a more personal level, Mars, Mercury, Venus, even Jupiter. So what I'm saying is prepare for cosmic turbulence. Either way, the shifting of gears might feel good or bad. I have no idea how it's going to feel to you. But here's the deal with Jupiter and Pisces. I want you to look back at these dates. I want you to look back at what was going on around like May 14th to July 28th, 2021. I want you to look what was going on end of December 2021 to May 10th of this year, 2022. There's a three-part story, a trilogy, if you will, unfolding. And this, as we enter October 28th to December 21st, it is the grand finale. It is the finale. It is the something in the Pisces part of your chart has been going through a ride, a healing, a clearing, a revealing, a new visioning. And it's been, let me guess, non-linear. It's been mysterious. It's been magical. It's been weird and emotional and confusing and kind of soggy at times because that's how Jupiter and Pisces rolls, but it's dreamy. And so I want you to 
tune back in and see what's expanding in the Pisces way of your life. And how can you just pay attention for that? How can you just believe in it? Jupiter and Pisces asks us to deeply believe, to really connect into our intuition, our imagination, inspiration around us. And especially if you're someone who works or is heavily involved in the art, entertainment, spirituality, um, creative fields, healing realms, this is a big time for you. Okay. We had that Jupiter-Neptune conjunction, April 12th, my sister's birthday. And then we had this Jupiter and Pisces journey and now we're closing it out. So just seeing where you're being asked to take a leap of faith, to dream big, to have faith in the unknown, faith in yourself, and really choosing faith over fear. I want you to think about that, especially as the eclipse portal hands us new opportunities for changing, for up-leveling. Yes. So breathing into that, that we're going to be in through the winter solstice through December 21st. Okay. Then Mercury and Scorpio, you know, Mercury and Scorpio, October 20th. I usually don't spend a ton of time on Mercury transits here in this podcast because they just move so damn fast. The Mercury changes signs every four weeks. And unless it's retrograde or doing something cuckoo, I don't spend a lot of time on it. But I will say just to add to the Scorpio vibes, we have Scorpio stellium in the sky right now, right? Sun, Venus, Mercury, all in Scorpio, opposing Uranus and Taurus. So effing shit up conjunct the south node of karmic clearing. So Mercury and Scorpio, we're like investigating. We are spilling the tea. We are uncovering the tea. Um, we are Benson. We are Stabler. We are getting to the heart and the bottom of every case. So just seeing like where you might be revealing things, finding things, tapping into different forms of like intuition and strategy during this time. I'm going to encourage all of you for Samhain, Dia de los Muertos time, that's like that October 31st to the November 1st time, make time to connect to your ancestors. Even if you don't know them, you know, obviously connect to your own, only your ancestors who have your highest and purest good in mind. But like Mercury and Scorpio, we're so connected to those who came before us. We're so connected to healing, shamanic, mystical, transformative work. Even if like the rest of the year, we maybe don't feel that connected into it. It's a great time to do shadow work. And uh, it's a good time to let go of toxic people. And then also figuring out where we are, the toxic one, where we are, hey, hello, it's me. Yeah, the problem, it's me. Uh, okay, that's not really doing a good job, but that's from Antihero, the new Taylor Swift song. So figuring out where are you, the problem, it's going to help you. It's going to help you free yourself, empower yourself, grow, which is always a big, just themes for Scorpio season. Okay, so like I mentioned, Venus is also in Scorpio during this time. So we're feeling it in our love and our relationships and our sense of worthiness. Venus and Scorpio is very like that bitch energy. Like she knows her worth. She does not settle for less. Sometimes she can be a little, ooh, the stinger can come out when she doesn't feel appreciated. So noticing where you're not feeling appreciated and how you can advocate for that again before we get to that point where we sting someone's face off, okay? And we're going to pay attention to jealousy, paranoia, like trying to control, manipulate people. We're just going to try and do less of that and see maybe where we kind of need to re-examine our relationship with control, with trust, with worthiness. You see me, I'm just like, we're just cruising right along because we got a lot going on this week. And then probably the biggest headline is Mars retrograde. So 
Mars has been in Gemini since August 20th. And we know Mars usually spends six weeks in a sign. Mars is going to be in Gemini for seven damn months. And we know this is crazy because one, Mars in Gemini is a wild ride, right? Mars is the planet of action. It's energy. It's going forward. It's drive. It's ambition. It's about power. It's about drive. Okay. Can you tell I watch a lot of TikTok? <laughs> but like, Mars like, let's fucking go. And Gemini is like, okay, let's go everywhere with every idea at once and talk to every person. So when these two, two get together, it is trouble, but also good trouble. Lots of ideas, lots of forward motion, but like it's a long time to be at that pace, all right? This is like being with a friend who's like on freaking uppers and they're like on their four days of a bed. You're like, I need to sleep. I need to wash my face and like eat a potato and watch Netflix. So... The universe is loving and wise. Mars is giving us retrograde energy from October 30th to January 12th so we can slow our fucking roll, integrate everything that happens since August 20th, process, do a lot of behind the scenes work before things speed up again. Middle of January, okay? That's when things are going to speed up again. And then it's going to be a wild ride, okay? 2023, we have some big astrology, big ass astrology. So I want you to take this time. If things feel like they're slowing down, especially um, the house where you have Gemini, any planets, points, placements in Gemini, do not freak out. Do not be like, oh my God, that thing's not happening. My life is over. Uh-uh. Just sit with that. Be patient. I posted something on my story that I absolutely loved from, I don't even know, like, let's see who, who posted this. Positive life affirmations. The quote is, one day at a time, you impatient psychopath. And I'm just going to say that is going to be the mantra for Mars retrograde in eclipse season, everything else going on, even with Jupiter moving to Pisces versus Aries, Jupiter and Aries was very forward motion, fast, free, tiger, right? We're in the year of the water tiger in Chinese astrology. So this is going to be like, oh, we're in the, more of the water part right now of the water tiger energy. And to the end of the year, Mars and Gemini, listen, it's also going to create discomfort. It's going to create fights, disagreements. We're going to feel this hello holiday season. Yay. Also, Mercury is going to be retrograde at the end of the year. Uh, we're going to feel this. We have you know the midterms coming up in the US. We, we talked about the UK's astrology. There's a lot of unrest, Mars and Gemini retrograde. I talked about it last week, but it, it's just going to be a, an unknown time we're entering. And I need you all to protect your energy. And I need you all. Saw someone reposted something from uh, Channing the other day about like, how do you find, I think it was like victory or triumph or success from within? And I love that for a Mars retrograde prompt. Like Mars is the warrior planet and going retrograde. It's like, how do you find your own wins? Even if it's not through the outside world, through external validation. How does that feel? What does that feel like to you? And Mars retrograde is going to have us definitely examining like we do when our tempers flare up, when frustration comes up. It's not the time to push things to the limit. It's the time to have like, margins of downtime, grace and space in the schedule. Um, I want you to think twice before flinging angry words, whether that's in an argument, just take a deep breath. You don't have to say anything. When you're in an argument or a confrontation, you always have permission to pause. Same thing with like, take a walk around the block, sit on that tweet, sit on that disgruntled email, sit on that thing, that text, take a walk around the block, sit on it, 24 hour rule. Do you feel that same way in 24 hours? Okay. Also, Mars uh, retrograde in Gemini, great time to practice seeing the other sides of people's arguments. 
okay, it's super easy to get annoyed or jump to conclusions, but we want to just try and not take things personally. We want to re-examine under Mars retrograde our relationship to our anger, to our heat, to our, how do we act? What's behind these emotions, right? They say like, anger is sadness is bodyguard. My teacher posted that the other day. So like, what's behind the anger? Use this time to figure that out. Also, Mars retrograde, great time to re-examine your sexuality, your sensuality. Colleen Kelly, who teaches amazing courses, is doing a, I think, a six or eight week program on this for Mars retrograde. And I'm just could not be more thrilled. I think more people need this, especially about like talking things out about our sexuality, figuring things out, getting to the bottom, rewriting stories around that. So go check her out on Instagram at callkel or come over to our community, find her stuff. And also like, it's a great time to re-examine your motivation, Mars. Why do I do the things I do? You got me doing that thing you do. Like, why, why do I do this? Why am I working like this? Why am I fighting for this? Why am I putting all my energy into that? Do I still, am I still passionate about that? Is this even what I want? Or is this an old story or someone else's projection expectation? Because dreams change. Our visions shift. The more we grow, every level of us asks for a new intentions, new value, new vision. So let's look at that before things pick up January 12th. Also, just, you know, be wary of the backslide, back, getting on your back and doing the backslide with the X because Mars does rule our sex drive, libido. It's also like cuffing season. People get lonely. People get nostalgic. Like, listen, you do you, boo, but like, just mm, think about it. You know, there's certain people you're like, I said never again. I said never again. That wasn't mm -mm, not worth it. Not good sex. Rather sit alone in bed by myself with a vibrator. Again, Netflix takeout. <laughs> but like, just thinking about that and just being like anticipating. If there is someone out there who comes to mind when I'm saying this, maybe, I don't know, go ahead, block their number or like put next to their name on their contact list. Like Maddie said, no skull and crossbones. Absolutely not. And to quote my girl, Heather McMahon, and this is a great time, like I said, behind the scenes, get shit done behind the scenes. Okay. You can rewrite, tweak, edit, research, lay the groundwork, set the plan into motion. Um, you have full permission to do all of that for sure. So yeah, so we're just going to breathe into that. We're not, something we're not going to do, gossip or spill secrets. Um, we're going to try and not get involved in the drama mama. We're not going to hold it all in. We're not going to repress or suppress. We're going to express, vent, process responsibly. We're going to try not let the mind get the best of us. We're going to practice meditation, mindfulness. We're going to try and mm, stay in that zen, that still lake spot as much as possible. We're not going to go it alone, right? Gemini is the sign of the other, the duo, the friendships. So find someone to do these things with. If you have something you need an accountability buddy for something or just feels good to go for a walk and talk it out with someone or if you want to like reach out and be like hey will you be my mars retrograde buddy for the next two weeks can we just have like a safe place to just like vent and process to each other and please don't doom scroll your life away again there's gonna be a lot of unrest i believe on the geopolitical national stage we have the elections here in the u.s and i want us to be informed and i want us to stay involved but i don't want us to get so swept up in that that we feel like we're paralyzed or that we're completely despondent by life. In the moon guide for this month, I did put really interesting things that happened during Mars retrogrades in the past, and especially Mars retrograde in Gemini. Mars retrograde in Gemini 2007-2008 was right as we had the lead-in for the Great Recession and the housing market crash. I think that was about Mars retrograde was also in Cancer, which rules homes during that sign. So 
that could have been also like more of the Mars and Cancer vibes there. But Mars and Gemini is the natal placement for the United States. It's square the natal Mars for the Ukraine I talked about. And those eclipses did go right over Russia, the last solar eclipse. And again, there is a kind of unexpected people coming together energy during Mars retrograde in Gemini. We had the Tehran conference November 28th to December 1st, 1943, where the US, UK, and Soviet Union came together to like join powers against the Axis powers, Nazi Germany, etc. So I hope that there is like uh, some kind of movement towards peace during this time. But in everyone's life, we're going to have big decisions to make. We're going to feel frustration. We're going to feel anger. We're going to feel all of that. And our job is just to kind of like sit with it, move through it, and also know that like our minds are very powerful. We always have an ability to show up peacefully. We have to honor our emotions, but we can show up peacefully and clear without projections for each other and for our larger society. And I'm also going to invite everyone. I talked about this maybe in the last podcast or also in our Moon circle. I would love everyone to set an alarm, like a calendar reminder, 1111. Pray for peace, meditate on peace for one minute. The New York Times did an excellent report uh, in the 90s about how a day of meditating in Chicago, I believe it was, um, the whole city, they got like all these people to meditate on peace and crime rates like completely dropped in the time right after. So I don't know. Is it going to hurt? Is it going to cost you anything? No, it's one minute. Take deep breaths. Um, you could do it, you know, just <laughs> while you're on a Zoom call, while you're in line for your coffee, if you can't do it at 11-11. But I just think it'd be really cool. If I know we have like, I don't know, tens of thousands of people that listen to this podcast. So even if it was just us, if it was just us doing it, that goes somewhere, okay? So I'll be here every step of the way, you know, as freaking always. And I really just encourage us to, again, be open, be flexible, be curious about what this time of change, where it's guiding us, where it wants to take us. But the biggest lesson, the biggest and most important message from the universe right now, the message from on high, the spiritual, like, "Mm," I want to leave you on is do less do less, bitch. Like you gotta just do less. Take things off of your plate, off of your schedule. And of course, drink water and stay hydrated. And in the meantime, you know, I'm wrapping you in all the stardust and I am reminding you, you are here to make magic, love yourself fully and take no shit. I am calling in that yummy, yummy hot sex and big fat juicy checks for all of us and you and yours. And I'll see you next week. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other cosmic baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic RX, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you Cosmic Baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.